Welcome back to the Ignite and Inspire podcast, a podcast dedicated to sparking inspiration from everyday life and experiences. My name is Summer Van and I'm your host. And no matter who you are, sparking inspiration is something you have to be intentional about. So give yourself props for tuning in and capturing a bit of inspo. As we continue to learn and grow this platform together, I want to remind you of a couple of things. You can check the show notes below for high levels on what was covered in the podcast as well as links to references mentioned within the show. Next, go ahead and subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on future episodes. By subscribing, not only will you be notified of new episode drops, but they'll pop up on your home screen. I also provide additional resources on the show's Instagram page. That's at Ignite and Inspire Podcast, so be sure to follow there as well. And lastly, please rate and review the show. You can leave a star rating between one and five stars, but if you do leave anything less than a five stars, kindly DM me and let me know what you'd like to hear or see differently. Again, we're learning and growing together and your feedback is always appreciated. Now that we've covered all the housekeeping items, let's hop into the episode. Those that know me know how strong of an empath I am. My fellow empath may relate, but I get physically sick, like tummy churning when someone is hurting or angry or sad or even happy, excited. Like it's an extrovert thing, yes, but I'm also a strong empath and I feel that energy extremely strong. I struggle not to make other people's problems my own. And while it's not a horrible thing, I have to be careful because it impacts me in a number of ways. It sometimes makes me anxious, feel overstimulated. I struggle sometimes setting boundaries with other people or even enforcing my boundaries with other people. I just experience those feelings extremely deep amongst other things. But there are also pros to being an empath. For example, I pride myself in having a really strong healing energy, or at least that's what I've been told. I have no problem enjoying my alone time. Um, And I also feel a strong connectivity to the earth, nature, the world around me. It comes innate, and I really appreciate that. With the increased spotlight on Palestine's continuous fight, the conversation around where people's value in humanity becomes more and more prevalent every day, or at least in my world and on my algorithms. And I'm not expertise to educate on the details of Palestine and Israel's relationship. However, there are a number of amazing resources that cover the past and present day occurrences. And I definitely encourage everyone to go and educate themselves because ignorance is no excuse and there are also other major world events going on so definitely take some time to get informed i think it's extremely hard i'm not going to say impossible it's extremely hard to be well informed about every single thing that's happening in the world but as a human being as an adult as a person you should care to learn more and you should make it your responsibility to educate yourself on what's going on in the world. All of this being said, I do want to talk about this concept of humanity. As mentioned, the conversation around humanity has increased, at least in my world, but it has always been a personal topic of concern on a worldly scale, on a personal scale, on an individual scale, on things. 
By the end of this episode, I hope you feel inspired to ask more questions, to make you more considerate, make you more humane, and deepen your understanding of the world and people around you. I saw this really interesting TikTok the other day by a creator named Neely by Nature. Excuse me if I mispronounce. She's a creator of Arab descent who shared a conversation that she'd had with one of her friends about Arab countries' support of Palestine in particular during this time. I'll link it below in the show notes so that you can watch. I think it was extremely insightful and raised really good questions about the perspective of other Arab nations and how they're approaching all that's occurring within the Middle East. What this creator made me think about is how easy it is for us as people to view life or current events objectively, really selfishly. It's easy to ask like, what does this have to do with me? And solely focus on those factors or those elements. It's almost like a game of chess without thinking about and considering the very human justifications or feelings behind people's actions. It's also a symptom of low emotional intelligence hate to be the one to say it, but it's a symptom of low emotional intelligence to lack humanity or exclusively be concerned about what you're thinking, feeling, and needing, and wanting instead of the thoughts and feelings, needs, and desires of other people. It's like the effort to teach the developmentally critical skill of compassion was deprioritized as soon as we hit grade school. Those that get it, get it, and those that don't, don't. But those who got it and learned this skill of compassion just end up being burned by the emotionally immature. It sucks, but that's what it seems like our reality is today. Even as it relates to the information and content that I learned in history, really all subjects as a U.S. Black American, unless me or my peers were in a specialized program that focused on the perspectives of other groups. I wasn't really taught to be considerate of other people's perspectives unless it was like Britain or the US and or maybe some other groups within. And I can almost bet money that other people can relate in that sentiment. For the most part, history is taught from and in the interest of those in the US. And it can be so damaging. It can be extremely damaging and it leads me to question like who holds the U.S. accountable? Who holds our government accountable? It's the people. We hold it accountable so we have to look out for one another and question everything we see. Now there are a lot of barriers to guide our perspective, guide our philosophies and even thinking about today's world events we're seeing propaganda in broad daylight we're consuming it we are living it which is so wild to even think of but we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our community to ask the deeper questions to get further insight in the latest episode of balanced black girl hosted by lissandra alfred featuring monique melton their conversation around spirituality and religion revealed deeper themes around holistic respect and curiosity. They talked about a number of topics, so I definitely recommend listening. Side note, Balanced Black Girl is one of my all-time favorite podcasts. So if you are a black girl, if you're anyone, anyone, their messages for all. But especially if you are a black girl, um, definitely recommend tuning in. She is one of my favorite podcasters, one of my favorite platforms, and there's just, there's content for everybody. Nonetheless, 
Monique was reflecting on her relationship with her faith and how she transitioned from deeply practicing Christianity to solely being in a space of spirituality, especially after questioning the religion, researching, and doing some deep reflection. The journey that she went on and her curiosity helped her to uncover things as it relates to tithes, homosexuality, racism, just to name a few. She also recognized how religion is often weaponized. In her case, she'd seen so many times in history where Christianity was interpreted and rewritten and taught and preached especially by those close to her and around her, and used as a weapon to either support their ideologies or their motives, and noted that some people are able to hold space and acknowledge how Christianity has been used as a part of oppression while still being able to fill their cup, knowing that the core base of the religion is built on genuine and ethical practices and some people just aren't able to create that separation between how other people use religion and faith for their own personal gain and be able to like still fill their cup regardless of the fact we should all still respect others choices no matter how they decide to navigate their spirituality navigate their faith one quote she dropped in particular that i noted she said if your beliefs are rooted in my oppression and your practices are perpetuating systems of violence then that's where i draw the line and it's so interesting because if you look at religion and history it's no secret that Christianity and the Bible have been written and rewritten hundreds of times and that's why there are so many versions and each version is slightly different but is said to have the same core values and content of the first Bible. It's so interesting seeing how it's used and flipped and leveraged to support politicians motives or even some pastors and some preachers and this is not this is not me getting on this platform to say like stop practicing christianity it's just the religion at on topic i am a christian i still believe in christ but she reminded me that everything that i do everything that i see believe preach practice should be questioned and it should be evaluated on a constant reoccurring basis i should never stop questioning what I do and what I experience in life. Despite it all, I have to respect myself to ask questions. I have to respect myself enough to ask questions, but I have to respect the people around me to know that like they may disagree. They may have deferring practices or spiritualities or beliefs, and that's okay, and vice versa. It all circles back to how we as humans are taught the core fundamentals think less of Monique made extremely valid points in that we're not taught to be curious anymore. We're not taught to be critical thinkers. We're taught to memorize. We're taught to follow the rules, not to question, to be quiet. Curiosity, unless you're in a profession such as like a journalist or maybe a lawyer, you're not really taught to be curious and to ask questions in the way that every human being should just do. And you almost get in trouble for being curious. That's something we actually talked about a few episodes ago. Even as like children, especially in black households, being scolded for asking too many questions or asking the wrong questions, quote unquote. So it's 
it's a very interesting concept but as we get older and as we develop as adults and self-sufficient human beings we have to reclaim that and stop being afraid to ask questions to be curious it wasn't until monique gave herself the space to research her faith question the history of christianity evaluate her experience with those leaders and educators in her life that she became more confident about the world she wants spiritually again not me saying to stop practicing christianity or your respective religions but rather question them be curious don't only evaluate your personal connection with them but ground yourself in what you value Asking those questions and deriving those answers brings clarity, security, and an assurance. And we should take this concept and apply it to every aspect of our lives. As a matter of fact, I recently developed the comfortability to ask questions in my professional life. And I know this sounds absolutely insane, but this is a vulnerable space. This is a transparent space. I hesitate to express this because a summer from two or three years ago would never think I'd land here. Despite people around me at work, mentors, managers, leaders, despite the people around me extending the floor for questions, I didn't feel safe, welcomed, and truly allowed, given the permission to get clarity on what was happening, what I was seeing, what I was doing, what I was working on. And it's so funny because I was talking to my friend Rachel about it last week. It almost feels like core characteristics about ourselves have shifted. For me, somewhere down the line between graduating school and entering the working world, I lost the confidence to ask questions and gain full understanding, full clarity. Luckily, I'm not there anymore. Shout out to growth, but it's literally okay to ask questions and anyone who makes you feel otherwise has deeper issues. We need to commit to not only asking questions, but actually providing the space for others to ask questions themselves. Furthermore, we need to be okay with the response. We shouldn't discourage others from asking questions, nor should we discourage people from answering them truthfully. This goes for the relationship with yourself, the relationship you have with your friends, family, parental figures, professional relationships, media, news articles, everything. We need to get comfortable asking questions and we need to get comfortable receiving those answers, even if it's not an answer we want to hear or know. We need to do this so that we can develop our understanding of the people, places, and things around us. And again, we have to respect that the answers we receive may be different than what we expect, feel, or believe. And that is okay. That is perfectly okay. Developing this skill, this critical skill of curiosity, is what makes us more humane. Stop taking what you consume at face value and, with an authentic heart, seek to empathize and deepen your connection, your understanding of the world around you. I really hope the contents of this episode didn't fall on deaf ears. There's so much to unpack, and I hope that you have deeper conversations with your friends and family about how you practice curiosity, what curiosity looks like in your life, how it showed up in your childhood, how it shows up today. And I'm curious to know how you, one, received this episode, but two, 
how you continue to process what curiosity looks like in your life, how it shows up, whether you practice it yourself, what spaces you feel comfortable practicing curiosity in, others that you don't. But nonetheless, if this episode did fall on deaf ears, here are some key takeaways. In today's episode, we talked about how curiosity drives humanity by making us more aware and understanding of the world and people around us. Coming from a place of love, and authenticity helps to guide our curiosity, but it also establishes an open and safe space for others to learn, share, and inquire themselves. Whether or not you were taught to authentically be compassionate or empathetic, you have the responsibility of making it practice. You can't want understanding and compassion yourself and not give it to other people and give it to those around you. If this episode touched you in any way, please leave a rating and a review so not only will I be able to see your thoughts, but so that this podcast can land on the doorstep of someone who needs a bit of inspo in their life. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Ignite and Inspire Podcast and follow me personally on my platforms. I've linked them all below in the show notes. Thank you sincerely for making me a part of your day and podcast listening experience. And I can't wait to get inspired with you all in next week's episode.